You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In Navajo lore, there's one creature so terrifying that the Navajo themselves rarely dare to even utter its name. That creature is the Skinwalker, also called Yid Narloshi, or with it, he goes on all fours. It's perhaps the most bone-chilling monster in the entirety of Native American mythology. However, the skinwalkers aren't actually monsters at all. They're people, often former healers or medicine men who've crossed over into darkness. Able to transform into animals and wear their skins, skinwalkers are said to be pure evil, capable of spreading disease, disaster, and death. But what's scariest about these supernatural creatures is that they're not merely confined to legend. Many witnesses have claimed to see skinwalkers and their glowing red eyes in real life. There's even a hotbed of activity in Utah called Skinwalker Ranch, where some have reported unsettling encounters in the dead of night. This is the legend of the skinwalker, the elusive, violent creature that the Navajo won't even mention, lest they conjure it straight to their door. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. Today, we're exploring the eerie legend of the Navajo Skinwalker. Navajo legend, skinwalkers are men and women, though usually men and often healers, who hide in plain sight. By day, they might seem like a normal member of the tribe, but once darkness falls, they transform, taking on the form of an animal like a coyote, cougar, or bear, and wearing its skin. That's why Navajo tradition allegedly states that tribe members cannot wear the skin of predators. Instead, people are permitted to only wear skins from the legs of cows, sheep, or deer. So how does someone become a skinwalker? It takes a great and violent sacrifice. In order to gain the powers of transformation, someone must betray one of society's most highly held values and kill a close member of their own family. Having committed this act, skinwalkers gain a number of dark powers. They can read minds and control someone's actions, as well as bring disease, death, and destruction onto a tribe. Skinwalkers are also imbued with supernatural abilities that allow them to run fast, jump high, and move without leaving tracks. One Navajo writer describes skinwalkers by saying, quote, They curse people and cause great suffering and death. At night, their eyes glow red like hot coals. It is said that if you see the face of a Nardloshi, they have to kill you. They use a mixture that some call corpse powder, which they blow onto your face. 
your tongue goes black, and you go into convulsions, and you eventually die, unquote. As if that's not horrifying enough, skinwalkers are also believed to gather in dark spaces like caves, where they commit cannibalism, necrophilia, and incest as they perform dark ceremonies and curse people from afar. And if you're ever facing down a creature as chilling as this, how can you kill it? Legend states that skinwalkers are immortal, but can only be killed with a bullet or a knife rubbed in white ash. Thankfully, the legend of the skinwalker appears to be just that, a legend, a ghost story told around campfires or Native American longhouses. However, some witnesses have claimed that they've had harrowing encounters with skinwalkers in real life. to skinwalkers, Native American tribes are often tight-lipped. As such, there's scant historical evidence that these supernatural beings exist, with some exceptions. Take the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878. Fourteen years earlier, in 1864, Navajos living in present-day Arizona were forced to go on a grueling, devastating journey from their native lands to New Mexico after losing a series of battles to the U.S. Army. Though they were eventually allowed to return home, the tribe suffered from illness and death. And in 1878, they laid the blame at the feet of alleged witches or skinwalkers within the tribe. Then, after someone allegedly found a number of witch artifacts, the tribe conducted a purge of suspected witches, killing 40 people they believed to be skinwalkers. Other tales of skinwalkers are more recent and anecdotal, but no less chilling. In one, a woman delivering newspapers early in the morning on the Navajo Reservation in Arizona reported hearing scratching on the passenger door of her vehicle. Before she could figure out what it was, the door opened, and she found herself staring down a half-man, half-animal with glowing red eyes. As it reached for her baby in the passenger seat, she hit the gas, but the skinwalker kept pace with her car, bounding along right beside her and only abandoned its pursuit when she reached a gas station. Another tale describes a farmer who heard laughing in his sheep pen. There, he saw a ram standing apart from the sheep, who, as he watched, rose onto its hind legs and walked like a human. In yet another story from the 1980s, a family claimed that a dark shadow jumped out in front of their car, and that later they heard chanting outside their home and saw three shadowy figures on the other side of a fence. But one of the most shocking skinwalker sightings happened fairly recently, deep in Utah at a place dubbed, appropriately, Skinwalker Ranch. The story of Skinwalker Ranch begins in 1994, when Terry Sherman and his wife, Gwen, bought the 480-acre property. Within 18 months, they sold it, allegedly because of a series of odd and unsettling incidents that left them in terror. As Terry tells it, he and his family saw UFOs, crop circles, and skinwalkers themselves. He recalls one night when he was outside with his dogs and heard strange, seemingly male voices muttering in an unknown language some 25 feet above. His dogs went berserk and ran back into the house. A number of the Sherman's cows also turned up horribly mutilated. One cow had his eye gouged out. Another had a six-inch hole carved into its rectum. Most baffling of all, some of the cows disappeared entirely. Terry said, quote, 
It's hard for a 1,200 or 1,400 pound animal to just walk off without leaving tracks or to stop and walk backwards completely and never miss their tracks. It was just gone. It was very bizarre, unquote. What's more, he also describes seeing a strange, frightening creature on the ranch, which he described as wolf-like, but three times bigger than any wolf he'd ever seen, and undaunted by the three shots he fired in its direction. The Sherman family sold their ranch to UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow in 1996, and the strange encounters continued on. The next year, one of Bigelow's employees, a biochemist named Dr. Colm Keeler, reported seeing a humanoid figure with claws sitting in a tree. Keeler said, quote, The large creature lay motionless, almost casually, in the tree. The only indication of the beast's presence was the penetrating yellow light of its unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the night, unquote. But as frightening as these sightings are, encounters with skinwalkers remain rare, especially in part, of course, because Native Americans don't like to discuss such things at all. However, in recent years, skinwalkers are being talked about now more than ever. In fiction and on TikTok, these terrifying creatures are discussed with increasing frequency. Those raised outside of Native American tradition may have first learned of skinwalkers when they read Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling's History of Magic in North America. In that 2016 online volume, Rowling turned the skinwalker legend on its head. Certainly skinwalkers existed, she said, but they were a form of animagus, a term Rowling coined for wizards who could turn into animals. She wrote, quote, a legend grew up around the Native American Animagi that they had sacrificed close family members to gain their powers of transformation. In fact, the majority of Animagi assumed animal forms to escape persecution or to hunt for the tribe. Such derogatory rumors often originated with non-magical medicine men who were sometimes faking magical powers themselves and fearful of exposure, unquote. On Twitter, Rowling added, quote, in my wizarding world, there were no skinwalkers, unquote, and that the legend had been created merely to, quote, demonize wizards, unquote. Perhaps unsurprisingly, many Native Americans took great issue with Rowling's reinterpretation of the skinwalker legend. Native American writer and historian Adrienne Keene responded by saying, quote, It's not your world. It's our real Native world. And skinwalkers' stories have context, roots, and reality, you can't just claim and take a living tradition of a marginalized people. That's straight-up colonialism appropriation, unquote. Keene added, quote, What happens when Rowling pulls this in is we as Native people are now opened up to a barrage of questions about these beliefs and traditions, but these are not things that need or should be discussed by outsiders, unquote. Another Navajo writer, Brian Young, described himself as heartbroken and seconded Keene, writing on Twitter, quote, J.K. Rowling, my beliefs are not fantasy. If ever there was a need for diversity in young adult literature, it is BS like this. My ancestors didn't survive colonization, so you could use our culture as a convenient prop, unquote. But the Harry Potter universe is not the only place that skinwalkers have popped up in recent years. 
They've also appeared often on TikTok in short, eerie videos of alleged sightings which purport to prove their existence. In fact, the Skinwalker tag has over a billion views. In one TikTok, however, a Navajo creator named Che Cage used the hashtag's popularity to explain why Native Americans don't like to talk about the Skinwalker legend. She said, quote, Pretty much what they say is that Skinwalkers know that you're talking about them, and it makes them stronger and will come after you, unquote. However, Cage added that she's decided to break from tradition because, quote, when you fear the name, you give it more power and control over your life, unquote. Whether or not you believe the Skinwalker legend is up to you, and, in fact, Native Americans would probably be happier if people stopped asking so many questions about this taboo subject. But if you're alone one night, driving down a dark road, and you suddenly see a pair of glowing red eyes, then beware. It could be one of these elusive, evil witches looking for its next victim. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charlewood, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books, as I delve into unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.